Atlanta News First investigates the largest investigative team in Georgia, holding the powerful accountable and fighting for you. Now, in this series of podcasts, we take you behind the scenes of our most recent investigations. Welcome to Behind the Investigation with Atlanta News First. Hello, and welcome back to another edition of Behind the Investigation. I'm Rachel Polanski. Thanks so much for joining us. And now I'm going to bring in my colleague, Andy Parati, who is working on a really interesting investigation all about failing to prosecute. Hey, Andy, and what can you tell us about this investigation? Yeah, so this investigation started with a mother out of the metro Atlanta area whose son was killed at Savannah State University a number of years ago. She is frustrated because the the district attorney there failed to prosecute her son's suspected killer. So that's how it started. And that issue eventually got its way to the General Assembly this year at the State House. Wow, that's really incredible stuff. Um, district attorneys not prosecuting crimes. You don't hear that a lot. So mm-hmm. let's take a look at your piece. Man, I need EM, uh, EMS 1018 to Savannah State University. Gunshot, someone was shot in the student union. A call for help after chaos erupts inside a university cafeteria in 2015. We advise, I got EMS here, we're on scene, coming in. The person shot 22-year-old Christopher Starks at DeKalb County High School alum. I got a call from his granddad that night. Sharon is Christopher's mother. At first they said he was shot in the chest and I was just like, I lost it. Witnesses say the man who may have pulled the trigger stuck out in the crowd. You know, like you play basketball, you can't miss somebody that's like 6'5", six, 6'6". Six, six. So the tall dude walks in? Yeah, the shooter. Well, how tall is that, that guy? He's probably about 6'3", six, 6'4". Six, hey, Justin. Two years later, the Georgia Bureau of Investigation made an arrest. Justin Stevens, seen here in the back of a patrol car. Just be true. He's six foot, five inches tall. I don't know nothing about what you're talking about. What was that moment like when they finally made an arrest? I could breathe. You could breathe. Because it was like I'd been holding my breath. Because I wasn't giving up. Justin faced life in prison without parole for killing Christopher. But at his 2019 trial, the jury couldn't agree on a verdict, guilty or not. A hung jury. The Chatham County District Attorney at the time promised Christopher's mother she would retry the case. A commitment we confirmed with the former DA. More than a year later, though, a new district attorney took office, Shalina Cook-Jones. When Sharon called Jones's office for an update for a new trial date, she learned the DA offered Justin a plea deal that reduced his charges and allowed him to serve three years behind bars, 17 years of probation. Justin walked out of jail that day. I didn't get an opportunity to sit down with her and ask her why. Or anything. It's over with. Move on to the next. No. She needs to be held accountable. Jones says there wasn't enough evidence. Sharon disagrees, as does the former DA. According to a 2022 investigation by our sister station, WTOC in Savannah, the district attorney cut more plea deals during her first year in office than the last five years combined, resulting in reduced charges, reduced sentences, and multiple convicted killers getting probation. There's no oversight for district attorneys, and there's real consequences. State Representative Houston Gaines sponsored legislation this year that would create an oversight committee to investigate and discipline district attorneys accused of misconduct 
or not prosecuting crimes. In his home district of athens Clark County, District Attorney Deborah Gonzalez faces a civil lawsuit accusing her of not prosecuting certain crimes, including marijuana possession. The legislature's job is to write the law. The district attorney and solicitor's job is to enforce the law. So if, if you want to change the law, you should run for the state legislature or for governor. At least 21 district attorneys in the state support the bill, but not all. District Attorney Jones says the legislation isn't based in ethics, public safety, or justice, but fueled by politics and power. Before her son's death, Sharon didn't trust the criminal justice system. I love you and I miss you. A belief that hasn't changed today, but she supports any legislation that would force future district attorneys to seek justice families say they deserve. If you haven't lost a child, you really don't understand. You don't understand how deep it hurts and how it affects you when you don't get any justice. Wow, really, really powerful stuff there. Um, so, Andy, what's next? I mean, what's the latest in on this legislation? So the General Assembly this week passed it. It's uh, essentially waiting for the governor's signature. And then probably sometime next year, they will create this commission, appoint the commissioners, the, the people who will be investigating and deciding whether DAs face disciplinary action or not. But that probably won't happen until at least next year. Wow, that's that's really interesting. And that kind of leads into my next question. I was going to ask you, you know, if another family is going through something like this, what is your best advice? And maybe it's waiting until that commission is is created. Yeah, that's essentially the only advice there is right now, because, you know, families can voice their concerns about cases that aren't taken to trial or cases that are pleaded down. But the district attorney's office isn't obligated to take that family's uh, advice. So it, it's really going to be until this commission is formed where the public can actually submit complaints about DAs. And there is some controversy about this commission. Not all district attorneys uh, wanted this commission. Most of the folks that signed that letter, that those 20 district attorneys, are Republican in more rural areas. Uh, the metro areas like Atlanta, Savannah, Augusta, those folks did not sign this letter. Those are also areas that are mostly controlled um, by Democrat elected district attorneys. A lot of them say this is Republicans uh, that are taking action and seeking power. Um, Republicans say, no, we're just trying to create a, a, a mechanism to hold district attorneys that are not doing their jobs or accuse the misconduct to have some sort of accountability. You know, the judges in this state have a commission that investigates their actions. It's called the, the Judicial Qualifications Commission. So there is uh, similar bodies that investigate elected officials. It's not unheard of, but it's a first of its kind, at least here in Georgia. Yeah, I mean, it's it seems to me like common sense. You know, why not have something like this in place, especially if there's other divisions of government doing it and you can copy, you know, what works and, and what doesn't work? Yeah, there's there, there is some common sense that you think that this was already created, but a lot of people are saying, you know, this you hold them accountable for the next election, right? If the, if the voters aren't satisfied, let the let the voters decide. So there is this uh, argument on both sides, very legitimate arguments on both sides. For sure. Um, as far as this family that, that you profiled, is there anything they can do? You know, is there is there any next step for them? You know, it's it's a complicated next step because, you know, Christopher died in 2015, 2019. They made an arrest. And then a short time after that, they went to trial. And the in Christopher's uh, a convicted killer, 
was given uh, probation. Uh, three years, which was time served while he waited trial, but he's now serving 17 years of probation. He can't be retried. So that is, it's done. What could happen, though, is that if this commission is formed, and it likely will, the governor has already indicated that he's going to sign this legislation, she could potentially, or other members of the public, could potentially file a complaint against this current district attorney. She still has some time in office uh, as do other district attorneys accused of the same uh, situation? The athens Clark County District Attorney, just this month, a lawsuit was filed against her for not prosecuting crime. So it's not just this one district attorney in the Savannah area that is being accused of not prosecuting crimes. It's, it's happening in other parts of the state. Well, really interesting. Um, for our viewers, you know, because this is behind the investigation, mm -hmm. and I think people are interested in how we find these stories and come up with this, how did how did the, how did you come up with this story? And you know, how long did it take you to really uh, put this together from, from start to finish? Yeah, that's a great question and great transparency, great opportunity for transparency. A former district attorney here in the metro area actually contacted me and heard about the district attorney in Savannah not prosecuting crimes. It was such a concern to her that she reached out and said, hey, you need to, need to look into this. So after making some phone calls for some people that I know in that area, uh, I got in contact with uh, Ms. Starks. And it was not a, an easy yes. She, you know, when families go through trauma, uh, some of them want time to themselves after, and she had been through a lot, right? Like mm -hmm. dealing with her son's death in 2015 and then going to trial, traveling, and then fighting for justice. She was exhausted. She still is exhausted to a certain extent. Um, doesn't mean that she still isn't advocating for families like hers. But it took months to get that interview from the first contact that we made with her to the interview that we did just a few weeks ago. But we're so grateful that she did because I think it, what it did is provide perspectives. It puts a face on this issue rather than just hearing about the lawsuit you know, that people are filing that are upset with their district attorney. This is an actual uh, family member that saw this firsthand. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, for our viewers, Andy focuses so much on these types of stories that involve qu the criminal justice system. So, you know, Andy, if people are watching and they have a story tip or an idea, how can they contact you? Yeah, uh, thank you for that. Um, all the socials, uh, Instagram, Reporter Andy, um, on um, Facebook, Andy Parati-Reporter, my email, Andy.Parati at W-A-N-F, um, Twitter uh, at Andy Parati. So, um, I, re I typically respond to all of them. So, yeah, thank you for uh, throwing that out there. Of course. Um, thank you so much for joining us, Andy. Yeah. And thank you all for joining us on another edition of Behind the Investigation. Have a good one.